now recording. Fuck uh, you, Craig. Fuck you, get Craig. Out of here, it's Craig. this guy again. God. Yeah, he just keeps coming in here. No one likes you, Craig. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you slept with my wife, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> you were the best man at my wedding, and you slept with my wife. <laughs> Prima Nocta doesn't exist anymore. Craig slept and peed on my wife. <laughs> so I now wife I'm going to my mattress. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's just like. Let's not even talk like planet. So, you know, I'm wearing my, my Deadpool t-shirt. I've had some empanadas. I've got some white claw here, and I'm ready to talk about Warhammer 40K. Hell yeah, baby. Can you guys hear any Korean in the background? My roommates are watching. Oh, no. They're watching. No, it's, it's okay. Uh, I, think, I, I think it's fine. I can't. I can't hear a fucking thing. All right. So, um, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, should I'm gonna start like with. A, should we do like an intro thing or something? Or um, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, if we want to make this a proper episode, um. Yeah. So I'm going to just say a little blurb and then I'm going to hand it, hand it off to you, Sam. And then Jeff, you should say something. All right. Yeah. Oh, and then we, we could do take... like the, we could, we could do like that. You do the introduction and like, welcome to bros. Once loyal, a podcast where two nerds introduce another fucking nerd to 40 K and ruin his life forever. Into their, co- into their codependent. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just weird, go nerdy do whatever you want with that. Yeah. Uh, All right. You say I'm Andrew. I say I'm Sam. Right. Jeff says hi. I'm Jeff. And then me and Andrew say hi, Jeff. And then I guess Andrew can be like, today we're going to be talking about, about the, the Third, third War, War for Armageddon. Armageddon. Yay! Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to bust out and just start talking. Let's do it. Um, all right, let me just get rid of all these distractions here. All right, now it's literally just 40k on my screen. Nothing, nothing, nothing else. Hell yeah. All right. Um, welcome to Bros Once Loyal, a podcast where me, my friend Sam... Oh, fuck. Let me, let me start over. Yeah, we can always do a retweet. <laughs> we gotta leave it in. Okay. Um, uh... Hi, welcome to Bros Once Loyal, a podcast where two pathetic nerds try to jumpstart. Fuck, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. All right, um, takes you can take some time to uh, write yeah, no, out it's, I'm just you gonna, want. you know, it's the thing where like this isn't live, baby. We can just this isn't Nerd Crew live. We can just kind of do different. Yeah, takes we can do things at our own pace. All right, um, all right, here we go. Um. 
Hi, welcome to Bros Once Loyal, the podcast where two pathetic, reclusive nerds try to ruin their friend's life by jumpstarting them into this codependent and awful hobby called Warhammer 40,000. I'm Andrew. I'm Sam. And I'm Jeff. Hi, Hi Jeff! <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about the third war for Armageddon! Not Hell the second, yeah. it's not the first, it's the third. There were three of them. It's uh, kind of a yeah. big deal, actually. You know, they finally got it right. <laughs> <laughs> you say that now, but... Uh... JJ, JJ landed it, you know? The rise of <laughs> Armageddon is nothing short of Star Wars magic. And we're going to be talking about it for probably the next 30 to 45 minutes. I'm already like time stamping this this episode. <laughs> of course <laughs> you are. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, um, the best the best Star Wars yet. All right, so can't wait to see what they're gonna do next. Oh, let's uh, let's just you know paint a picture here for Jeff. Um, you know it is not Christmas morning, but it is definitely another holiday. It is um. Imagine Christmas if Jesus was in space and 10 feet tall. Is yeah. it like Mormon Christmas? <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few differences, but Imperial Creed is kind of the same thing. But just right, imagine, so... it's like Christmas morning on a city that you live in that's like five Manhattans stacked on top of each other, and then maybe three or four other Manhattans all around that. Yeah. And gosh, they've just been going through the the hardest time. But you know, finally, you know, Christmas is going to be good this year. <laughs> it's nothing, nothing, no pain, nothing bad is going to happen. Dad isn't going to walk out <laughs> like he did last time. And mom, oh, just mom be back finally in a got her bonus for a pack of low sticks. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a nice Christmas. Except it's not. Except it's not. <laughs> the Feast because... of the Emperor's Ascension. It's uh, 57 standard years to the day uh, after our friend uh, Gazgul, who is a giant orc man. He's not a married... man. He's an orc. There's a big <laughs> he's difference. He's an orc. That's true. He's, he's just like, he's very large and big. And green. And green. And, um... The deal with him is that, like, Gazgol is, like, this uh, prophet, but he kind of got Gary Busey'd into being a prophet. He, like, sustained a really heavy uh, car <laughs> injury where he just, like, had his, like, head smashed open. And now he just, like, has visions of just, like, orc harmony and, and salvation. Oh, and, shit. And, uh, yeah. And he's been to this planet before. He's been to Armageddon before. But he got beaten back by all of the humans who decided to fight back against him. Forces from all across the galaxy. All across the Imperium of Man. Everything from just a regular old guy with a laser gun, like you and me, if we had laser guns. All the way up to like the crazy juiced up Knights Templar Space Marines that... Uh, could probably kill something just by looking at it in most cases. Yep. And youth soldiers also. Let's not forget oh, yeah, the youth yeah. soldiers. Let's can't discount the contributions of the youth. The yeah. You can't. Yeah. 
Can't forget the kids, man. <laughs> They're the no, future. They, no, the, the, youth, the youth division really distinguished themselves because they got a lot of combat training from playing Fortnite all the time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, a lot of Fortnite dancing on the, the wastes <laughs> of Armageddon. <laughs> Let's see. But now uh, Gaskell's back, and he's leading all the orcs in revenge, and he's devised... Well, it wasn't actually him. It was the greatest orc inventor of all time, named Orchimedes, who decided... <laughs> this This is serious, by the way. This is a no <laughs> Alright, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with 40. It's <laughs> Orchimedes. Come on, sit back down. Well, was like, this, is, this podcast was a good idea, but it's over. <laughs> oh, don't worry. <laughs> so Orchimedes thought up, you know... We're using spaceships to assault planets and just land troops and everything. But what if instead of spaceships landing and then taking off, we all got into a giant asteroid with rocket engines strapped on and just launched ourselves into that bitch? <laughs> so Gaskell was impressed. Yeah, Gaskell really liked this idea. Uh, so, you know, it's Christmas morning. You wake up 57 <laughs> years after the uh, the orcs just trashed your planet. Everything's been going pretty okay. And then then, then just a, a giant fucking asteroid crashes into your hive city and a billion orcs start spilling out of it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, and no, it's, we should... it's a lot like the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> except, except Gaskell is, you know... From what, from all accounts, Gasgol seems like a pretty cool guy. He just wants to, you know. I could totally have a beer with Gasgol. Yeah, no, I could <laughs> definitely sit down. It'd be hard to get past the just hundreds of billions of dead. But like, he's a family I, man. He's a family man, and that's what matters. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, I don't know. I just kind of picture him as this kind of Gary Busey, just giant orc. <laughs> orc guy who just like just the fact that he like cracked his head open and now he just gets like visions from uh gork and mork the two orc gods uh one oh. is the god of brutal cunning and the other is the god of cunning brutality the difference is that one will hit you really hard when you're not looking and the other will hit you even harder when you are looking all right it's true fair enough yeah and yeah. so this is the only thing that's really keeping orcs divided as a people and like from taking over the whole galaxy and also their natural disposition to kill each other. Yeah, orcs but... are made for two things, fighting and winning. And when an orc can't fight and can't win, they get really sad. So yeah. they always want to be fighting all the time. And, you know, they fight with themselves all the time to find out who's the biggest. And that's why Gazgul is such a big deal, because everyone agrees he's the biggest orc. So he's going to lead all the orcs. He's yes. got the most followers. He's got the bluish check mark. He has a big yeah, Twitch following. Top poster. Yeah, major cloud scores. <laughs> he's a fucking hype yeah. beast. Yeah, and so... So yeah, everything's going really bad. This giant rock that Orchimedes has decided has, has smashed into the planet. There's a massive fleet battle going on in space. And, um, you yeah, know, just you know, the, the corpse the... starch that you were eating has been ruined by, by all the, it, you know, fell over and fell onto the, the floor. 
after the yeah. rock hit. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You eat corpse starch in this world. You eat uh, recycled dead bodies. That's like a staple of your diet. It's good eating. And, yeah. It's sounds like, pretty. Sounds pretty progressive to me. <laughs> yeah. No. It's pretty. You know, burials are pretty problematic. You know, <laughs> they take a, take up a lot of space. Uh, you know, it's just. Um, and considering the average lifespan of your average foot soldier in this universe is like, what is it, 15 hours? Yeah, fif- 14 yeah. or 15 hours. There's that little yeah. short novel. It was like the first 40K book I ever read. Um, yeah, it's like 15 hours, and then you just die. Yeah. Oh, with if you're gonna be dying in 15 hours, then that's a lot of people who are dying all the time. You you can't really expend effort digging graves for everybody. It's not gonna work. Yeah, no. You gotta you just can... eat, eat your friends. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Every every uneaten corpse is like a straw in the nostril of a sea turtle. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get rid of them. <laughs> so yeah there's this giant invasion um and you know it just is not really looking good for armageddon and armageddon is a super important planet i think there's like it says there's like between a hundred billion to 500 billion people living there and it's just this it's a factory planet where just everybody just clocks in, works all day, and then clocks out and just passes out from exhaustion and just does this until they die. Yeah. Uh, Armageddon is a very, very large planet where the city covers most of the surface, and they ship out a lot of weapons, a lot of tanks, and a whole lot of guys to go die in various wars around the galaxy. And they're, so like, con- they're, they're constantly blasting that Aerosmith song. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's what makes it hell. Everything else is tolerable. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, I just, I, that flew over my head. I no, I, I that. And I cannot. Just like, oh, like, no, why? <laughs> like, some oh. music is bad, but Aerosmith fills me with this primal rage where I just have to destroy whatever's making that awful caterwauling noise. I had, um, there was like that period in the 2000s where every just sort of like, like soft metal and just like hard rock band from the 80s was doing blues records. And so my father, <laughs> my father surprised me with Aerosmith does the blues. <laughs> he oh, had it in his car no. on full blast all the time when he would pick me up from school. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, like, I, I just like, you know, I like didn't really speak up about it, but like I had this just kind of I wasn't like angry or hateful of Aerosmith. Aerosmith just felt filled me with this just painful indifference to the world. Filled you with a- admiration for your cool cool ass dad. Yes. No, that's right. Uh, um and just, you know, how he just nailed my tastes time and time again. But um God. But uh, yeah, no, it's, um, you know, like, you know, Armageddon is just like this humble steel town, you know, it's like an important, you know, caucus spot. Space Pittsburgh back in uh, back in the day when the U.S. had a steel industry. 
how are we going to bring these jobs back to Armageddon? (laughs) (laughs) Got all these people out of work. How do we put them back on the back on the clock? Well, that's true. Is like the the city has like a huge population that are just like criminals. (laughs) Like Armageddon, like a huge pop part of the population is um they're, they're just gangers like and that's like one of the biggest forces that like helped fight the orcs off was just like just these like al capone <laughs> douchebags <laughs> just sort of being like hey gasgul i got you uh, <laughs> yeah thank you, thank you. Fuck. I got you squig right here if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, no. Some a bunch of real uh, Carl from Aqua Teen types. <laughs> Especially when he's just like wearing just like, I don't know, just like speed metal t-shirts. It's like has a bandana on. I don't need no instructions to know how to rock. That's right. Oh, my God. But let's see. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, the orcs, you know, they land here, it's really awful, blah, 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 blah. Um, People are doing their best to try and hold the orcs back, but it's not going so well until the space marines show up. And, like, all the space marines, there's not that many, but, like, half of them show up at Armageddon. Yeah, like, 30, 36 chapters kind of, like, show up. And so there's just, like... Tens of thousands of space marines, which is like usually it's... only one chapter shows up at a time. And yeah, even then, and even then, most wars like when space marines show up, it's like a company of them. They don't send the entire chapter; they send like kind of you know a little one tenth bit. of their strength. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they they try to like you know they try to do good outreach. You know, and but, just sort of... but this time they're like, oh, fuck, Gosgul's back. Send everybody. And they do that. But not only do they send the Space Marines, they also send. Um, oh, how do I even begin to describe this guy? They send the orc's worst nightmare. This guy's not even a Space Marine. He's just a badass. So, this uh, guy is Space Steven Tyler. <laughs> Oh, you insult his memory by comparing him to that bag of leather. (laughs) Just to give you an idea. Just to give you an idea of what this guy did in the last war. He lost his eye, got a robotic replacement, lost his arm too. And instead of letting himself get fit with some like robot arm of some kind or whatever. Very sexy, dignified human robot arm. Yeah. Instead of that, he decided, you know what? I'm going to beat the fuck out of Gaskell and I'm going to steal his claw and make that (laughs) my arm. And that's exactly what he did. Also, he shoots lasers out of his robot eye. Oh, yeah. I mean, you gotta. Gotta. This is Commissar Yarrick, who is, uh, he, he just does nothing but hate and kill orcs all the time. He's pretty angry. And he's really old now. Yeah, like, he's, he's like... it's 57 years oh, after, yeah. he, after he was fighting. Yeah, and Yarrick's like war. 200 because of future technology. That's just keeping him alive beyond the point where anyone should be kept alive. God. He is kind of like, just like... 
the Andrew Jackson <laughs> fucking Warhammer 40,000 is just this hateful, <laughs> just like angry man. Just and, hateful, uh, angry, old, yeah. wants to kill shit. Yeah, wants to kill. Just also, like, he has a, a giant personal tank that's like the size of a cathedral, and it's the called Fortress the Fortress of, of Arrogance. Of arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my He's God. so badass that he, he can get away with this. So it's about time for Yarrick and Gazgul to have a rematch. Like, it's just inevitable at this point. Also, all or- orcs don't fear anything, but they fear Yarrick. Yarrick. Mm-hmm. Yarrick. They call him, uh, they, they call him, like, Old One-Eye, right? Uh, no, that's that b- dumb, stupid Oh, that's, that's, um, that's the worst model in the world. Tyranid Old One-Eye. Yeah, I got mixed up. Nah, I mean, they both, <laughs> they both have one eye. Um, I think they just call, I don't know what they call him, but like, it's, uh, I don't know. Well, his, uh, oh, his, his, they call him, uh, they call him Dan Crenshaw. (laughs) (laughs) God, Crenshaw wishes he was here. I haven't thought of that awful man in such a long time. Yeah, I mean, he's spending so much time hiding around in boxes. You hardly, hardly ever see him. You don't, you don't even notice he's there. Oh God, there is a uh, a snake s character, but we'll talk about him later because he's oh, yeah. not on Slime Morbo. Nah, oh, you're that? almost there. Okay, it's Marbo actually. Marbo, not Morbo. That sounds like some Smurfs villain. <laughs> It sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like Marbo. <laughs> Just a lot of disregard for this really cool character. <laughs> yeah, fuck oh him. He ain't shit. He's actually outside my yard as I'm as we're recording this and he's gonna kill me later tonight. But anyway, um so now the Imperium has Sebastian Yarrick in their corner, which is kind of a big fucking deal, because he was the guy who <laughs> rallied the last defense of Armageddon against all these freaking orcs. But they still need a bit of help, so this one particular Space Marine chapter group they... thing decides to take command of the space battle, but also to send some of their best dudes down to the planet. These are... These guys, for context, after the Horus Heresy, which we'll talk about eventually, uh, they start a crusade which has lasted for 10,000 years. These guys have literally not stopped fighting for for 10,000 years, and they just proved to be kind of unstoppable. Just anything that they come into contact with they murder and kill. They're the Black Templars. They're, they're, the, they're pretty much uh, space crusader knights. They're Doom Guy. They're they're oh, literally my. just they're Doom Guy of, yes. doom, of Doom Guys. They're just yes. yeah no. They just like what is that opening uh, text from Doom 2016? They are rage brutal, but you will be worse. Rip and tear yeah. until it is done. <laughs> 
that's that's the Black Templars. You will be worse. <laughs> Their entire combat doctrine is based on getting in real close with swords and just tearing shit up. When they have guns. When they have like, guns. Yeah, they have they have guns, but they, they have guns. They have tanks. Instead. They have like spacecrafts, but they're all about just cutting shit up with swords. Half of their space battle is just them launching torpedoes into other spaceships so that they can board those spaceships and fight people with their swords. Damn, that's a good plan. Oh, it works I mean, out great. Yeah, it's, it's worked out really well for them. <laughs> oh, man. But um, so, yeah, the Black Templars are here. They and the thing about them is like most space Marines and there's like, you know, context for this that we'll get into later but like space marines are allowed to have 1000 marines like the chapters and they cannot exceed that black templars have about 6000 marines in their chapter yeah give or take the imperium and the inquisition just kind of turn a blind eye because they just get so much shit done on a regular basis like um, they, they're just crusading across the worlds, and if anyone's like, "Hey, you know those guys are over strength," we should look into that. Everyone else kind of like looks at them like they're a fucking idiot because these guys are just <laughs> tearing ass and leaving a wake of alien blood all across the galaxy. And it's like, why would you want them to stop? They've been doing this for ten thousand years. Are you going to go out there and tell them to stop? No, no. Yeah, why would you do want that. to do that? Is it who's like that, the same dudes? Who's, who's that one office character that that Michael Scott? Oh, is it the same dudes? It's not. Well, Space Marines die a bit less often than Guardsmen, but they do tend to die a lot. Um, uh, I yeah. think there's only a few Space Marines that are left from like the original ten thousand years. And they're in, and they're in dreadnoughts. Yeah, they're <laughs> in like giant yeah. walking coffin robots, but. Uh, with Gatling guns on them. With, with, like, Gatling guns shit, yeah. But, uh, yeah, most Space Marines die pretty quick. I think the oldest Space Marine alive right now is Dante. He's, like, 1,200 years old or something. Yeah, he's several... He's definitely lived through several millennia. Uh, and then there's, like, the Space Wolf dude. I forget his name. But he's really old also. Is that uh, the guy in the dreadnought? Uh, well, no, he, that's yeah. Because that, that's the, the fell hand. He's dude been around like, forever. Yeah, he's been around forever. And uh, yeah, oh my god, get this away from me! There was a pop-up ad saying everything you need to know about Mandalorians. <laughs> it's <laughs> like we already know these, about Mandalorians. Oh, We're enormous just, dorks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like. Robert Boba Fett. <laughs> um, He's a whole sewer full of Boba Fetts. It's a whole planet the of way. them. Oh God. Um, let's see. So yeah, we have the Black Templars. They're here yep. on the planet. They're you know they have one third of their force is just fighting in this in space, shooting space torpedoes. Battle is commanded by their boss, High Marshal Helbrecht. And commanding the defense of the ground, particularly at one of the major hive cities, is this one guy named Grimaldus, who is, um, he's, he's a chaplain of the Space Marines, which basically means he's like, uh, 
You know, if you go to like those big corporate events and the motivational speaker runs out and the pumping music and getting everybody all jazzed up and he's like having everyone shout along to the like the corporate slogans and techno music and speaking in tongues. Yeah, everyone's cheering. He's he's like that, except if that guy was like eight feet tall and wore power armor and hated everything. Just show up at Armageddon like, Are you guys ready to kick your ass? Oh my god. Except he was really mad and barely talked. (laughs) Chaplains are all about the oratory. There's one great Grimaldus quote from uh, the defense of uh, Hell's Reach, which is one of the Hive cities that I like, where he, he basically just says, I have dug my grave on this world, and I will claim victory or I will die here. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, fuck yeah, put that Wait. on the back of your album cover. Wait, here, let's, uh, he has another really good one. You, you know uh, what? People say Papa John's is, is pretty tough. You know, free eating, like, 40 pizzas in 30 days. But <laughs> fucking, this Grimaldus guy sounds like an even stronger pizza dude. <laughs> dude, Space Marines could crush like 50 pizzas in one sitting. That's just the yeah. amount of like calorie yeah. intake you need to maintain that muscle mass. And dude, also, about it. no, no, uh, no body fat, baby. Like that, I would just, mm-hmm. you know, all get digested. That's so the ideal know, male body. The Codex Astartes does not approve of body fat. All right. So here we go. Here's one of his speeches. I'm just going to say this for fun. Do you see that? The defenders are silent. I said, do you see that? Still silent. Answer me. A few in the crowd say yes. Grimalda starts laughing maniacally. This is him pointing out a crowd of orcs at the city walls. <laughs> are you all as insulted as I am? This is what they send against us? This rabble? We hold one of the mightiest cities on the face of this planet. The fury of its guns sends all skyborne enemies to the ground in flames. We stand united in our thousands, our weapons without number, our purity without question, and our hearts beating courage through our blood. And this is how they attack us? Brothers and sisters, a legion of beggars and alien dregs wheezes its way across the plains. Forgive me when the moment comes when they whine and weep against our walls. Forgive that I must order you to waste ammunition upon their worthless bodies. I have heard many speak my name in whispers since I came to Hell's Reach. I ask you now, do you know me? Hell yeah. A few yeses are heard and the combination of marines and steel legionaries. Do you know me? Yeses get louder. I am Grimaldus of the Black Templars, a brother to the steel legions of this defiant world. They start going crazy. They love it that he said that. Never again in life will your actions carry such consequences. Never again will you serve as you serve now. No duty will matter as much, and no glory will taste as true. We are the defenders of hell. This goes on forever. Jesus Christ, yep. I thought this was much shorter than it was. <laughs> no, it's, it's basically like, he's being like, When I say hell, you say reach! Hell's reach! Hell's reach! <laughs> 
Can I get it's, a hallelujah? No, that's that's the entirety of what a chaplain does in the Space Marines. They just get everyone really pumped up. Yeah, they're MCs. And, yeah, they're MCs. And Grimaldus is like, he's not just an MC, but he's like if Doom Guy was an MC. So he's just channeling that anger to everyone else around him and just Here's like, here's some orcs. Let's go fucking just murder all of them because we can do that. He's a good guy, and you know, he just he's a motivator. You know, he he makes everyone feel like they are, you know, achieving their potential. Yeah, he's, he's really a- able to optimize morale among uh, among all of our associates and employees and leverage uh, synergy for the benefit of not just our corporation, but our, all of our affiliates. Oh yeah. It's a modern day, <laughs> modern day, Andrew WK. It's <laughs> oh, getting everybody pump, pumped up to party. Just without all the positivity because Andrew WK is very wholesome. Grimaldus is just pissed yeah. off all the time. And the weird thing is like, I think him and Yarick like barely see each other during the war. Yeah, they're on uh, they're on different hives, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Grimaldus is at Hell's Reach, and I forget where Yarick is, but he's uh, he might Yarick's be like on the other the side of the world. Yeah, well, Yarick's like uh, he's like in charge of the whole command of the defense. Yeah, you you kind of want to put him where he's going to do the most good. Hey, oh that's the uh, that's the Space Marine Creed, right? <laughs> Do the most good. This, it, it, Armageddon is it's the biggest land war in the history of the Imperium, and it's also pretty much the galaxy's mosh pit. And what ends up happening is it becomes such a violent and chaotic mosh pit that it literally summons Stevens. Yeah, no, it just that's how Warhammer works. People die. Just the sheer amount of death and carnage causes demons to start physically manifesting, and I think half of the planet is still overrun with demons. Yeah, no, that's present day. So this this all happens like well after the war proper ends because the war doesn't yeah. really end it just ends with just sort of like ah oh, shit well there's still you know hundreds of millions of orcs that we have to fight but at least we can turn the factories back on yeah <laughs> like you know we keep them out of the big cities we can turn the factories on we can send everyone back to work but there's still orcs all over the place but what's happening is that you know Guzgul is kind of like uh, uh He's kind of like when a head of state is waging a war, but then the war is actually like taking longer than it should have in the first place. It's like, oh, wait, no, people aren't throwing flowers from their windows. We're not being greeted as liberators. (laughs) And they're just, and he's just like, I'm bored. Let's go find something else. So him and a bunch of his favorite orc followers, uh, his yeah. his uh, his posse, just go off, fuck off into space somewhere. And uh, Yarick and Helbrecht, Black Templars, all give chase, and that's still uh, that's still going on in the that's canon. Still, yeah, that's still hanging in the air. Like I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping there's like something going on with the lore right now with the whole psychic awakening bullshit, right. which is like a whole can of worms that I'm trying to figure out. But, like, fucking the next book after the fucking Tau one is going to be Orcs. 
So hopefully, uh-huh. hopefully, hopefully Gazgol makes some kind of appearance because I have no idea what the fuck is going on with orcs currently right now. But um, oh man. But yeah, no, like you were saying, like Armageddon, it's also like it's a it's the mosh pit of the galaxy. It's just this awful place, but it's also like Valhalla for the orcs. Anytime orcs like it's like just like that scene in Casablanca where it's just like two orcs just like, you know, looking at each other before saying goodbye forever and saying, I will always have Armageddon, I. i don't know that's like what armageddon is to orcs it's become this like religious place where like orcs 41 oh god (laughs) summer summer of 41 oh god oh man uh, hi everyone we we now have uh summer of 41 t-shirts in the store the web store yeah some 41 for short oh god (laughs) <laughs> get out but yeah no it's a patreon reward if you spend a hundred dollars a month yeah you get a cool t-shirt which is like a cool ten dollar value made by some malaysian kid in a sweatshop yeah it's what we're all about <laughs> yeah it's for it's for the kids it's for the kids. like we like we always say it's all about the kids <laughs> Yeah, Armageddon is paradise to the orcs because there's fighting going on all the time. Just literally all the time. Yeah, and, and so... You say it. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Like, it's it's where you want to go if you want to have a good time and party hard and crush some heads. And every orc wants to do exactly that. So if they don't make it to Armageddon, if they don't make the pilgrimage in this life... Maybe they'll do it in the next, or maybe they just go to Armageddon when they die to fight all the time. Who knows? Yep, it's a it's a beautiful place for orcs. Uh, it's a you know, it's they just, a bad uh, place to be if you're a human. <laughs> they don't want to close their eyes. They don't want to fall asleep because they miss Armageddon, baby. Uh, and they don't, don't want to miss Dave. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> um let's see there's so much more to like to talk about it um but um yeah currently there are orcs and humans fighting together to fight the demons and then once like you know it's kind of like that World War One, you know, Christmas story, where just like the two sides play hockey together, <laughs> and like except after, it's, instead of hockey, it's it's fighting demons, and once you know it's over, they just go back to killing each other. Which is typical for Warhammer. Yeah. Oh, you know. oh! I forgot to mention another thing that the humans use to turn back the orc tide is they have these things called titans, which are kind of like, uh, kind of like Jaegers from Pacific Rim, except blown up to about a hundred times the size and a lot more clumsy. Okay. Just with a lot of guns on them, like a, a with the biggest titan is maybe like the size of a, a of a decent sized mountain, and it's got a whole bunch of like just oversized yeah. artillery pieces on it. And play. one of one of the um, the way the Titan legions are constructed, you know, you've got the big robots, but you've also got the support personnel. One of these Titan legions is Legio Metallica, 
and their motto is ride the lightning. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. They're good people. Great people. They yeah, the the Titans literally have like these funeral dirge klaxons that play when they're about to fire their main batteries. <laughs> like they give like a final rights to whatever they're about to blow up and then like just annihilate everything in front of them. And yeah, it's just, just really a giant cool. robot starts playing the DAC Eri as its giant plasma cannon starts <laughs> charging up. <laughs> just a giant, a giant bagpipe. <laughs> Amazing grace. <laughs> that are just like you're a grand old flag. You're a high flag. <laughs> Oh, daddy boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. You love to see it. You love to see what happens next. <laughs> I'm reading the 1D4 Chan <laughs> article about Gasgol, and it just says being from the political days of Rogue Trader. Gaskell is supposedly named after then Prime Minister Margaret Fuck Yo Union's Thatcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little confused. Gaskell, Margaret Thatcher, Gaskell. Gaskell is his title. His proper name is yeah. Magaruk Thraka. Oh, God. <laughs> Magruk Thraka. Oh my god. Wow. That just flew right over my head. No, oh, yeah. The 80s Warhammer was a very special place. Yeah, no, I hope they I hope they have a, a Bernie Sanders model soon. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll be some fucking Tau Ethereal who's just like withered up. Tau Ethereal <laughs> with like just just Coke bottle glasses and Larry David hair. Hair. <laughs> it's like, uh, you guys ever hear the greater good? It's like, uh, fucking uh, Ghoul had that character, something fu- uh, fussy bottom or something. Like he's <laughs> basically a cyborg Bernie Sanders that they disembarked. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the band Ghoul. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they God. do that war thing where they have just like weirdo personalities on stage for them to disembowel, and sometimes they sing a song yeah. and. Oh my god, it auto-corrected Bernie Sanders. Holy <laughs> shit, what the fuck? Corrected it to his uh, Warhammer 40k name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not finding anything about it, but I believe the story. Me too. Oh man. <laughs> I always feel like that Captain America gif. Anytime you guys talk about metal, and I'm just like, I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I understand where that comes from. Hell yeah. Yeah. Or the other one where we tell you to check it up and no, I don't think I will. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think I will. <laughs> I mean, I, I am pretty bad at it. Like, I mostly... No, I you're, think fine. I check, you're pretty good. I'm just kidding. No, I think I check out, like, one out of three bands that you guys recommend to me. Like, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, like, I, I like... It's a better you know, ratio than I thought. Yeah, no, like I, I will listen. I'll always listen to a song, but then like, of like of everything, but I'll never like 
You'll never get all... the full effect of yeah. it if you don't listen to the entire double album. Oh, back to back. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing it right, Andrew. You're not a real fan <laughs> until you try and sync it up with uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, wait, I just found a picture of The Rock. Not um, not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The the uh, the orc. The orc rock. It's uh, it's different. <laughs> Never, never seen them in the same room together, though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's what an orc rock looks like. Yeah, you're right. It does have an uncanny resemblance to Rock Johnson, and you never see them together, do you? <laughs> Oh no, my God. just once the uh, once the orc <laughs> rocks start entering Armageddon's atmosphere, just every hive citizen looks up from their post, fearful as can be, only to hear like, "Do you smell <laughs> <laughs> what the rock is cooking?" Oh man, I mean, I could imagine Dwayne the Rock Johnson as an orc. Oh, definitely. That's I mean, the other thing. Like, I mean, all of 40K is WWE. Like, you know, all the, exactly. all, all the special characters, you know, line up. Almost nobody dies. You know, characters, like, fight each other. Like, you know, hundreds of billions of people die on a regular basis. But, like, when special characters fight each other, someone will get a boo-boo, and then they will part ways with one another. It's, the, it's what happened to, to Yarick. It's what happened to Gazgul. Yeah. What happened to the Emperor? <laughs> you know, Games Workshop is just very afraid of pulling a George R. R. Martin and killing off characters that people care about. So everyone's alive forever. It's true. Even characters you thought were dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they come back. Really no one's ever really gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's see. So, yeah, we ha- we we talked about Yark, we talked about uh we talked about Gasgol. I feel like Gasgol's origin story could be an episode cuz like his whole like yeah. him starting the Second War of Armageddon really funny and just sort I of feel like, ever- like yeah, yeah, we could probably fold in Gasgol to like the rest of the orcs when we do an orc episode because we will do an orc yeah. episode. Yeah, no, no, it's good. This is this is a good teaser though. What you know, what we should talk about is, um, you know, we talked about like present day, we're just sort of like you know, demons invade the planet. We should talk about there is a time where it's like third war. For Armageddon, uh, Angron. And I'm pretty sure that, like, he almost came back. Oh, really? Yes. uh, The orcs and imperial defenders sought cover as titanic greater demons dueled for supremacy. Fully half the planet was reshaped into a hellish landscape reminiscent of many demons. Oh, no, this is modern day also. Oh yeah. Um, all like, right. th- just the, the the conflict in Armageddon has gone on for so long and with such intensity, yeah. kind of like Stalingrad on a galactic scale. That yeah. uh, demons have physically manifested because of all like the death and carnage and terror and 
grief and just all the negative emotions give rise to something yeah. even more negative. What um space that just crawls itself into our plane of existence. What um <laughs> when you um when you've run out of food and you are just, you know, licking the glue off of wallpaper for sustenance, what chaos god is that feeding? Uh Slanesh. <laughs> That's what gets me off, baby. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like a whole new experience to like lick the glue off of wallpaper while you're starving out of your mind. <laughs> I've run out of my precious corn, corn starch. <laughs> I've run out of feed picks. Now I gotta lick the wallpaper. <laughs> I think serious answer would probably be Nurgle because it's just despair. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, like that's what he feeds into because then he he provides he provides. Uh, uh, that's one thing is just sort of like. You know, I, I can't wait to do a chaos episode oh, where yeah. um, we just sort of like talk about the cults of chaos and just sort of like, because that that always to me like, like I didn't really get a, an appreciation for chaos until I read this like graphic novel that was an inquisitor in the Warhammer fantasy world going from town to town, just like, you know, just like discovering chaos cults and then eradicating them. And just sort of seeing how like different forms of corruption just kind of like took over different parts of like imperial life. And I was just sort of like, oh word, this is really cool. I love this. Yo, know, you should um what is that? Send that whatever that is to me because that I comic? Like to... Yeah, Warhammer Fantasy. I'm sure if I just Oh god, these are all fan comics. Get these away from me. <laughs> I know that like uh um, Dojinshi, is that does that exist? Oh it has to. <laughs> I'm looking for it. I know that it's uh oh god, Blood and Thunder was really good. I gave all my comics away to uh my ex brother. I wish I still had these. Um this was years ago though. Uh shit, what the fuck is this? It was so cool. Warhammer Fantasy Um Inquisitor comic oh god it's all this trashy fan art jesus christ here we go oh, wikipedia will tell me huh these are warhammer 40,000 ones this is gonna take forever i'll get i'll fi- i'll find it eventually okay yeah but like it's it turned up. it's it's it definitely was like what got me into it planted like the seed for like, oh, Warhammer Fantasy is actually really cool. I should like look into it more. Um, let's see. Would you say 40k is more popular than fantasy? Um, it I is. would probably say so. Yeah. Warhammer Fantasy though has this. Um, it has this like level of variety that I feel like 40k does not. Yeah, it's got rad for- people. Yeah, for, yeah, like, yeah. They, fantasy. They know what want. <laughs> fantasy has rat people. It has different cults all over the place. It has vampires. It has skeletons. It has, it has lizard men. It, yeah, <laughs> Egyptian. It has Egyptian. Egyptians. Like you know, 
it has just zombie Egyptians. It has uh, it has just like fantasy, just like Russians. Like it has just like tons and tons and tons of flavor. And you know, like there's a lot of that in the Imperium, but it all it's not really represented that much in the game. It's just kind of like background fluff for you to enjoy. Like so much of 40k is just like, hey. You kids ever heard of a space marine before? And then yeah. that's like basically the whole story. And like space marines are awesome. I I don't want to hate on space marines. They're really cool, but it is they do kind of overshadow everything else. Yeah, in the, because uh, in the it's, setting, it's the property of 40k is designed primarily for the audience of like 12 year old as adolescent boys spending their parents money on plastic spacemen and the ultimate fantasy power fantasy for a 12 year old adolescent boy who's probably being bullied at school all the time because he likes warhammer it's like a space marine let's be real it's you know he's <laughs> he's not afraid of anything and what is that fucking master I'm not chief afraid of? anymore Oh no! I'm not afraid. I don't know. So yeah, space marine. Halo, Halo, Halo is a cool guy, and he's not afraid of anything. Oh yeah, he yeah. kills aliens. He kills Xenos, and doesn't afraid. Not of afraid of anything. Doesn't afraid of anything. Jesus That's Christ! It. I can't remember any of the memes. <laughs> oh, God. The ancient memes from like 2004. Yes. God, we're old. old. They're old texts. Vintage. You kids wouldn't understand. <laughs> what if, this took me five minutes to download. What if um what if we got big and like we had like a Patreon where people just like gave us a little bit of money and we just bought this like five hundred dollar statue of Gilliman fighting a space marine and we just like accidentally broke it. <laughs> 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 it was like that's one thing I love about Red Leader Me- Red Letter Media is just their willingness to destroy like vintage like Star Wars action <laughs> yeah. figures. It's just I mean, like one of the things that I really think we should do is like a YouTube thing should be like one of us gets a really fancy model and we try to do like a painting tutorial, but we just like fucking ruin it. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, there's some real uh, horror stories of Warhammer paint jobs that I've seen, and we should try our best to make it like that. <laughs> that was, yeah, worst, uh, worst Warhammer paint jobs. <laughs> um, oh, God. Oh, wow, that's, that's no good. The, like one of the first things that came up was just a dreadnought yeah. with a swastika on it. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> look, look at the one that I put in. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh my god! But the funny thing is, like, these are all pretty old models. Yeah. Like I, I love the idea of just like going on here and just like going and being like, all right, guys, you know, it's uh, it's been you know, I've been waiting for this for decades, but they're finally here. The sisters of battle are here. 
They're staying. They're not going anywhere. And we've got some pretty cool painting tips on how to paint them. Um, wait, where are they? Oh, yeah, I keep getting confused because there's the Sisters of Silence and then the Adeptus Auroritas. Basically uh, the same thing. Totally different. Totally different. Yeah, they sound completely <laughs> different. They don't even have the same words in their name. Here we go. Just this one. <laughs> <laughs> this, this model. <laughs> just completely ruining it. Oh, I love that model, though. It's got to be it's like... So... Uh, we we got to ruin like a uh, Space Marine, though, because that's like the iconic Warhammer thing. And we, you know... I guess like Gilliman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that works. I like uh, I like how the um, the one you posted, Sam. Everyone looks like Sanic. <laughs> Everyone looks like Sonic. F- looks like Sanic. Oh, Sanic. <laughs> Sanic the fast, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he pulls eyes. That's fucking hilarious. Oh uh, man, that would be funny if we like if we painted though. a Sonic chew Space Marine Force. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, we 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 gotta we gotta do that. Make it like uh, an actual serious painting tip, but then it's like, it just, yeah, we're just gonna make the uh, the Sonichu Marines. It just slowly um, happens. Like, it's just mm-hmm. sort of like, gotta give him the ears. <laughs> just gotta make sure he uh, has the medallion around his neck to uh, right. give him the power of Sonichu and the God Emperor. And uh... <laughs> we can do that. We can. Do that to Gilliman. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's that's Sonic. what we're gonna do. We can do that's it. You Gilliman. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it there for posterity and for referencing later. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Look at his little baby face. He has like this really weird cherub face, but he also looks really stern at the same time. God, it's just like, this is like, I'm glad that they stopped doing this, just because his armor just looks so fucking stupid. It does. Like, it's just so busy. There's too many details and just like, little, just like... Like, the armorers, just like, what the fuck were they doing? I don't know, this just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it looks like a piece of furniture in my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, and he's not ludicrously expensive, so I would I would be willing to buy this for the gag. Like, <laughs> he's not like $100 or anything. You gotta make sure the shot's set up right, though. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait... Yeah, and then like there's also him with his helmet on. Which honestly that looks a lot better with the helmet on. It's just his his face is just so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm just looking Sonic Chew. <laughs> oh god. What a dark, dark, dark time. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Um so Another cool, funny guy in um in the third and second War Armageddon is uh, uh my my boy, my little burger boy, Herman von Straub. Oh yeah, 
who was, uh, I think he was like some aristocracy or he was some lord. He, I think he used was like... to be the planetary governor. That's right. But... He was a planetary governor. But he did such a fucking piss poor job of defending his planet in one of the earlier wars for Armageddon that he just straight up got stripped of command, which takes a lot for that to happen in the. Yeah, and he was going to get punished, I think. I think he was going to, like, go to yeah. space. Is there space jail? I think there's just <laughs> penal legions. I yeah. don't there's I penal legions, there's the black ships, yeah. there's just getting executed, but, you know. like Turned into food. Yeah. One of the things that he did when he was like, oh, shit, yeah. there's, like, demons and orcs on yeah. my planet, what do I do? He found a whole bunch of old virus bombs in storage, yeah. and... But they, they were, like, way past the expiration date, and his planetary defense force didn't really know how to operate or aim them, so he just basically ended up, like, nuking half of the planet with a lot of <laughs> dying. I, I do so. want to say about uh, the Imperium is, you know, they read the new Jim Crow, you know, and they said, man, you know, we can't let, we can't let prisons exist anymore. we really gotta just can't let this continue it's such a dark legacy and uh uh, jails they impress prisoners into uh specialized penal battalions soviet style (laughs) and just use them in human wave attacks yeah no it's you know it's a better baby it's a better way yeah no absolutely absolutely but of the best Bernie's part, Bernie's gonna get it done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the best part it is though, a shame that we are one of the most highly developed countries in the world, and yet we do not heave, have even one penal battalion, ladies and gentlemen. Oh <laughs> we can do gonna, better. You know what I'm gonna do? People tell me, hey, if you make college education free, then there is going to be no incentive for young men and women and you know anyone in between to enlist in the military and i tell you what i've got a solution for that we are going to abolish all prisons in this country <laughs> i can't fucking do it <laughs> it's bernie it's sanders for more than like five seconds <laughs> and the joke was already said but like we'll, the best we'll, part, we'll get it down. Yeah, <laughs> no, do it. Do it as an intro. Over, 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 over the the span. <laughs> I got it for Bernie. <laughs> oh God, I'm pretty sure that's a Facebook group. <laughs> I'm pretty, and like it's just there's been no activity on it. But the best part about uh, fucking Herman von Straub is in the third war for Armageddon because like this motherfucker just like disappeared. I'm pretty sure he he escaped in a land speeder, which by the way, there are no land speeders built for regular people. They like are meant for, you know, just like 9 foot tall superhumans to sit in and pilot. So this like just like average sized human dude just like got in one of these and just sped away. And then was just never seen again for 57 years. <laughs> and out of, out of nowhere, he came back and this makes no fucking sense. He sabotaged the power lines in one hive city and he was leading orcs <laughs> to 
um, to take over the city and rule the planet again because it was his, you know, it was his divine right to do so. And then it's just kind of murky. They don't really talk about it again. I think he's killed by, oh, this is good, the um, 13th Penal Legion under the command of Colonel uh-huh. Schaefer. There it is. Yeah, but like, it's just like, I've never fucking heard of this. Of <laughs> just like a man leading like an army of orcs into one hive and taking it over. And then it just said, like, he soon emerged and revealed himself to the population with orc brute squads ready to put down any dissenters. we gotta protest we gotta get out on the streets and protest against Herman von Strahd (laughs) direct action gets the goods blam (laughs) he would shut up would he (laughs) always the mouthy types these agitators (laughs) now you see them using brute strength to solve all their problems and go up with anyone they disagree with just by trying to crump them? If you ask me, they're the real orcs. They're the real orcs. Yeah, who are the real orcs of the the Third War for Armageddon? I'll tell you who was. It was Hermann von Straub. Oh, my God. It's the friends we killed along the way. Oh, God. (laughs) All right, were there any any more? Uh, let's see. There's got to be... Let's see if we can squeeze a little more in, and then we can just, like, you know, be done for the night. Yeah, uh, sounds good. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's this whole bit about the Celestial Lions, but, like, I don't really... I feel, I feel like that's kind of ancillary. And a lot yeah, of that, I, that's, that's how I felt also. I was just sort of like, eh, whatever. Like, you know, it's like a sad story about just sort of, like... You know, because the Celestial Lions were this chapter. They they, they survived, but um, they just got their asses just uh, just obliterated by the orcs. Um, and there was like I think like ten dudes left, like out of a thousand. Oh, damn. by yeah. by by the end of the war. Well, the thing about the Celestial Lions, they could probably be the right episode, maybe. Well, they could be like one of the ancillary Space Marine chapters, but the Celestial Lions were kind of chafing up with the authority of the Inquisition and kind of really making their voices heard that maybe the Inquisition isn't that cool. Maybe they step on our toes a lot. Maybe the the Imperium doesn't really need the Inquisition. Maybe they do more harm than good. And then at Armageddon, one of their uh, chapter masters was killed by quote-unquote orc snipers <laughs> if you know anything about the orcs you know that they only use guns for making a lot of noise the bullets are secondary they, yeah they just they like to vibe off the guns the guns just get them into the vibe for killing with yeah. their their choppers yeah no so i i didn't know that though i i i knew that they like got their asses kicked by the inquisition at some point but i didn't realize it was on armageddon Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What a bummer. Let's see. Uh, the second Mannheim siege. Uh, yeah, Man- Mannheim just sounds like a fan- empire like fantasy. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say. What are you going to say? It's like a black metal drummer. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, 
Okay. There's more of this stuff for the Celestial Alliance. Oh! This will be good for segueing into um, segueing into Space Marines or Black Templars or whatever. Um, it's uh, the Salamanders. Because the Salamanders were a big part of uh, Armageddon oh, yeah. also. Like oh, yeah, they, all, the, all the big famous Space Marines are there. Are those the um, flamethrower guys? Yeah, yeah. and the, they are supposedly they are supposedly black but also not black the lore changes on a regular basis they're just like oh they just have a mutation that makes their skin black and then like but the, i don't know it like bounces all over the place and like the lore has never really solidified which one is which so you have a chapter of who is that lady who faked being black for most of her life? Rachel Dolezal. Oh, yeah, so it's just a chapter. It's either a chapter of her or it's like actual black people. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm it, not sure. It, well, a lot of what Warhammer, their deal is. like official art, I think outside of Fantasy Flames, because they've been really good with representation. But in the main line, yeah, Final, yeah, games Final Workshop Fantasy, yeah, stuff, it's all guys all the time. Yeah, for the most part, like it's, uh, yeah, for like it's it's really awkward with just sort of the way that, um, like that, forty k has handled like a representation and b like their own fucking shit because they retcon things on a regular basis. Oh, all the time. <laughs> like, and so like I don't know, it's it's pretty weird, but in in you know. In my head canon, you know, the Salamanders are like an all black like Space Marine Legion. Like Yeah, mine too. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. Because I when I was younger, I drew up ideas for like what if a Space Marine chapter, but it's the Wu Tang clan. And obviously <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> fucking obviously <laughs> they were a Salamander successor chapter. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> but anyway, the one thing with the salamanders is like they are this chapter that actually gives a shit about people. Like they Oh, that's right. They're yeah, like they, one of the most they, unambiguously good guys of the setting, which does not happen often. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they go out of their way to protect like, you know, civic populations and just sort of like you know, if it's like, oh, like here's like some archaeotech that you know will never be recovered again, and then here's like a shelter that's protecting hundreds of millions of people. They'll probably go protect the hundreds of millions of people instead of this like ancient technology that humanity will never ever be able to make again. And so they come to blows with a lot of uh, other space marine chapters who get angry at them, who are just like, you guys are just virtue signaling! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> All these identity politics just piss me off so much! But, um, yeah, no, I, they, so they, I'm pretty sure they, they come to blows with the Black Templars at one point. Well, not blows, they, they, um, are, like, holding this position and there's a chance for them to kill one of Gazgul's lieutenants, and the salamanders retreat to this, you know, shelter to protect everyone, and the Black Templars get really pissed off because they just missed an opportunity 
to kill someone in the like you know command chain of on the orc side and so then and suspiciously enough you know um in the audio book that i listened to the salamanders characters had very thick Nigerian accents whenever they oh, were talking. Man. So you know, there's so there's there's that. Um, again, like it's just it's so fucking dizzying, dizzyingly incoherent. And I think like it's a symptom where all these different yeah. writers are writing their own version of things, but nobody's yeah. really like coordinating and there's no strict bible that says here is what salamanders look like and what they what their uh, quote-unquote ethnic background is so it's just everyone playing fast and loose with it whereas if you like say that a space marine is like seven feet tall instead of eight feet tall then you've lost your right your license to do warhammer fiction for goodbye don't forget (laughs) you're gone (laughs) Uh, excuse me, that's a bolter that would kill a regular human. Why is he firing that? Um, yeah, no, it's it's totally true. And, like, the one thing that they've been doing a good job with, at least with the Ultramarines, is, like, some of the models you'll see, it's just sort of like, oh, there's, like, space marines of color in the Legions. Wow. Like, and, like, I don't know. Like, they've, they're, they're making, like, baby steps uh, towards that. Because, like, you yeah. know, you have like those assholes, like uh, what's his name, um, uh, Arc Warhammer or whatever, who are I don't know, like I don't know. There's like there's definitely people in the hobby who like you know it's it, it makes you apprehensive about like suggesting it to people because like if they go looking it up on YouTube, there's gonna be like Luton and a couple of other guys who are cool, and then everybody else will just be a fucking raging asshole. <laughs> yeah i don't know like it's like there's no middle ground it's definitely weighted in favor of the assholes that's right baby and that's why we're here we're here for you <laughs> <laughs> remember it's in order for you know this is a cultural war and in order for things to get better you need to subscribe and listen to our podcast <laughs> on a regular basis and show it to all your friends it's the only way that you can assuage your guilt <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Your white guilt. And I know you're listening to this in white because you're a war. <laughs> oh, God. You know, statistics. We got to have like provocative like titles for episodes like the third war of Armageddon and white genocide. <laughs> <laughs> With a question mark. <laughs> Support for Bros Once Loyal comes from the Ordo Hereticus of the God Emperor's Holy Inquisition. Don't forget, they're listening to all the time. And from listeners like you. Thank you. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Casts, Podbean, Stitcher, or follow us on your RSS feed. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and somehow even Tumblr. Just search for Bros Once Loyal on any one of those platforms and we'll pop up near the top. Thanks again for listening. Stay safe out there.